0: All righty, guys. Andrew Booprose here. Just wanted to do a video, guys. Uh, Guess what? Boy, Joe Lombardi and Shane Day have been let go by the Los Angeles Chargers football team. And you know, I think it's it's a really interesting thing to discuss. So I'm going to show you a couple things that um, we discussed. I'm going to move myself around here a little bit. Um, Here we go. It's a little bit better. Uh, Bottom line, um, we did a lot of videos on this, right? And this is right around the bye week where we talked about uh you know joe lombardi I mean, this is one of our one of the videos that got a ton of views on and it, i'm going to put the link in the description of all these below but you should go back and see what we said i can pretty sure i'm the one that did all of these videos because i pretty much hated joe lombardi's offense and um i wanted to go through you know kind of why he got let go obviously we know the collapse of the third fourth quarter in that playoff game was monumental right to say the least. But um, my goodness, right? What what an absolute disaster of a season. And so I want to go a little bit into this. I'm gonna give you a little bit of a summation of these videos, kind of you know, my general take on it just right now. Um, and then um, and then we'll go into um, you know, a little bit of you know some of the other social media type things that have kind of popped up, right? So one of the things that is always frustrating me about Lombardi's offense, it, again, it's a spread offense. Now, the interesting thing about the spread offense is it works great if you got the right people, right? So when I, when I played fantasy football and i do play fantasy football every year um you know drew Brees uh, was a great quarterback right because he distributed the ball right the whole point of the spread offense is to spread the field and get the ball to whoever's open try and get singled right keenan allen talk about it all the time the whole point is to get singled there's no way that uh that uh defense can cover everybody or double cover everybody period can't do it the problem with lombardi specifically is and, and the problem with that is when Allen and Williams went down, he did not adjust the offense. That was my biggest argument. When I go back to those videos and you rewatch them, it's a big part of what I talk about is that how he did a total job of trying to scheme people open, do anything different. Again, look at the third quarter, right? You, you see what defense are running. You say, great, let's switch things up and let's try something different. Well, bottom line, he didn't. He made no adjustments, no changes. He just kept doing the same thing over and over again, running the same plays out of the same formation over and over again. That is not a winning type of mentality in the NFL. So it gets really frustrating when you sit back and just think about him as a, as a general, you know, offensive head coach. Now, we think a lot about, you know, why did Shane Day get let go? Well, he's a quarterback's coach. He was the passing coordinator. So let me show you this. This is, uh, this is our boy. Uh, what's his name? Acho, uh, this clown right here, passing game coordinator. We parted ways with C. Joe Lombardi and passing game coordinator quarterback Shane Day. And then this clown decided to throw out Acho uh, social media quarterback. This is actually kind of a funny little thread. I wanted to show this up. Your sports book I have 8K followers. You're paying social media department for absolutely no reason. I'm an intern. Don't get paid. Won't be in the future either. <laughs> Shout out to you, Rebel. I'm a, actually, I'm gonna like this as, as I'm as I'm looking at this right now. Actually, I'll like it afterwards. Can't really do it right now. But um, I'm not logged in my Twitter. But but this is hilarious, right? This is just perfect. And. I, I, you know, Twitter is just nothing but trolls. It just cracks me up. But again, like the whole point is as a, as a charger fan, we sit back and we see, we see um, what Justin Herbert does on a daily basis. And we say, Oh my gosh, he's absolutely amazing. He can do everything he needs to do. Now I've, I've said this over and over again, over and over again, Lombardi's offense consistently has held Justin Herbert back. I still believe that 110% believe that 110% believe that, that there's no way that we should have, again, only scored three points in in the third and fourth quarter. Right. Um, I can't remember exactly the straight, but we're going to have these numbers for you um, on our live feed, probably on Friday. And by the way, just so you guys know, James would be doing this video, but he's actually sick. So if uh, you know, you get a moment, you know, ping him and, you know, I'm sure he'll definitely uh, appreciate the kind words, but he's definitely not feeling too well. So hopefully he'll be good for Friday so we can go live. Um, But again, again, you you ask yourself this question, is this a Herbert problem or is this a coaching problem? So I want to talk a lot about that, right? This this is this is really the crux of the issue. And again, going back to our our you know, uh, bull bros uh, podcast, you know these right here. When we basically said at the bye week we should have let Lombardi go, and elevate Shane Day. Now the reason why we thought that was why not why not let Shane Day try a different form of offense? Because again, he came from the Niners understands the Niners systems and. I, I, I truly believe calling offensive plays, it's like chess. It really is. It's its not just, oh, let's just run this play. It's first down. We're just going to do a halfback dive right. We're going to do a halfback dive left, right? You're, you're, you're sort of making moves to set up other moves, right? Lombardi was horrible at that. Absolutely horrible at that. In fact, he was about as predictable as anything I've ever seen. Right. And, and, and that's the frustrating part about Joe Lombardi, right? And again, that was my biggest criticism against him and, and just his general play calling, which is so uninspired and just very simple, right? Crow routes, nothing interesting, you know. And again, I could go so much deeper into this, but I mean, what, one of the easiest ones is Josh McDaniels, you know, Tua, Tua Tua, Ty- Ty- oh, I can never say his last name, Tua, okay, from the Dolphins. There's a play that they ran currently, and all it was was an option read for Tua and the two wide receivers. So you usually have. Tyreek Hill or Waddle in motion coming together. Okay. So one would come down to the back. You could option him. You could you can hand off the ball to, to uh, Waddle or to, um to Tyreek, or he could come through. And then as he comes through, basically the wide receivers make a decision. Okay. How am I going to break this zone? That's all they're looking at because they know the running zone on them. So then they just choose, okay, well, I'm going to run an out and up and you know, Waddle can run whatever he, th- Things is fine. He's going to find a hole in the zone. And Tua was good at recognizing that hole in the zone. So they were on the same page. If you see this, I want you here. If you see this, I want you here. If you see this, I want you here. That's why pre-snap reads are so important. But again, that's an easy play that doesn't look like the same play over and over again. The problem is with Lombardi, it's the same damn play. Right? It's curls, it's outs, it's ups. I mean, we're, we're talking, I mean, there were very uninspired play uh, development the entire time. And so, you just have to sit back and just keep asking yourself this question: When and how were we going to make a change? And they obviously weren't going. You know, and again, we're going to talk more about the third quarter, all this and that. It's been a total problem. So, bottom line, this needed to happen. Um, I think I was a little bit surprised that Shane Day went as well too. But again, you know, he's the passing coordinator, right? He is the guy that needed to, you know, figure out how to passing the, pass the ball. And he did. And Herbert did not do a great job in the second half. And again you know i feel for justin herbert because clearly justin herbert became close with these guys right and their friends uh, again if you if you see his post game locker room uh interview just yesterday um he defended the entire staff right so so it hurts it hurts but um again uh link in the description below check out these videos um these are these are great videos for you guys to take a look at and just you know call us out guys if if we haven't you know said things correctly or you know, you you agree or disagree with us, let us know. Right. Um, But again, I think it's very interesting. So we'll probably talk a little bit more about, you know, who we could be hiring as an offensive coordinator here pretty soon. You know, I think bottom line, you know, I want to see somebody that's going to be very different and and, and really potentially run. My biggest concern, my biggest concern is that we're going to hire the same type of offensive coordinator, somebody that knows the same system. Right. And again, that might not be a bad thing, if he knows the system, but he needs to scheme people open, right? If you continue running the same spread offense, which I'm a little nervous that that's what Brandon Saley's going to do. He's just going to say, well, let's just, let's just hire a guy that knows the same system, you know, an ex saints, you know, offensive coordinator, a quarterbacks coach, somebody of that nature, man, I just don't want to see that. I want to see someone bring some fresh eyes, some fresh, thoughts into this team right now again i don't want to go too deep in the defense but you got to wonder if you know there's something announced today and again i'm filming this at 10:30 mountain standard time right now so who knows what's going to be announced later on today because i would not be surprised if ronaldo hill was let go as well too just because of the defensive collapse in the you know third and fourth quarter this of that game so you know that'll be very interesting to see so again so let's let's go through some of the information uh, that's here and kind of what, oh, this is the wrong one here. So let's go to this one right here. So Chargers fire offensive, of course, uh, offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi and Coach Shane Day, right? Well, after playoff collapse, and again, it's it's interesting. I love how they said, well, the Los Angeles Chargers didn't fire Coach Brandon Staley, which, you know, guys, um, there's a lot to be said about that, right? You know, and again, I want to talk a little bit about Brandon Staley right now. I want to switch the conversation a little bit from Shane Day and... Uh, Lombardi to Brian Staley. Again, going back on those videos, what I said was we wanted to make sure that we were bringing the right people in, um, you know, to be successful. And at, at the bye week, we wanted Shane Day to be elevated because a fresh set of eyes think about things differently. Sit down with Justin Herbert and say, okay, how do we fix this? What do we need to do? What are you seeing? What are you not doing correctly? What what am I doing wrong as an offensive play caller? I also think that Brandon Staley, in fact, me and my brothers were just chatting about this all morning, is that Brandon Staley play at the bye week because I remember I remember very specifically there was a lot of discussions around potentially firing Joe Lombardi, elevating Shane Day, at least you know for the time being. See how he does the second half. Um, and we're gonna go through statistics, you know, on, on first half, you know, bye week, and then you know, after the bye week. I, I'm gonna break down a lot of that for our live video on Friday. So definitely tune in for that. Um, but we wanted to see a fresh set of eyes. I'm hoping and this is what i'm very concerned with and this is we're starting to see a pattern on brandon staley one he did not want to let his buddy joe lombardi go and if you if you recall i I can't find the video i tried to find it earlier this morning but i remember joe lombardi and brandon staley has known each other for quite some time and i remember brandon Staley reaching out to joe lombardi there was a story i think it was joe or brandon was telling a story and he said hey can you get me in the nfl and and joe said well if anything you'll probably be hired as a head coach before i will at any given moment in the nfl and So that was kind of the the joke that they've had. And so I firmly believe Brandon Staley had a lot of loyalty to Joe Lombardi, um, and that's why he didn't let him go, right? But what Brandon Staley did was he, after the bye, clearly became more involved in the game planning and play calling for the offense. Now, you can also argue that Joe Lombardi and uh, Shane Day are just fall guys. And in, in reality, they are. They're fall guys. They, they are they are taking the punch square in the face right now. And that sucks for them, right? It sucks for them. But again, again, you have to look at that offense and say, well, it was uninspired, didn't do anything. We weren't successful. We didn't do things correctly. And yes, we need to make a change. So why am I saying this? My concern is that Brandon Staley is going to be this, bring the same type of guy in. That is a bad pattern, okay? I'm not a believer that a head coach should bring in the same type of people. Okay. I'm a believer you should bring in other ways of thinking about certain things. Okay. So I'm nervous that he's going to bring somebody in that is going to be basically Joe Lombardi 2.0. I don't know another way of describing it, right? It's the same version of Joe Lombardi, maybe someone he can control, someone that he can manage. And that's a problem. That's micromanagement. And that's not good leadership. Look at someone like you know Andy Reid. Look at somebody like you know, all these head coaches, Bill Belichick, right. They do a very good job of delegating and letting those coaches do their job. And I think Brandon Staley has not proven that he can do that. But again, that's a young coach for compensating for the pro of the NFL. And I get that. I get that. He wants to be successful again, cancer survivor. He's been through a lot. You know, the, the man has been through a lot. You, you cannot, you know, you know um, you, you can't tarnish that way of thinking with Brandon Staley, but again, he needs to learn how to delegate and let these coaches do their job. Now, again, that's why I talk about Ronaldo Hill. We'll probably talk about that. Hopefully, there'll be some information on the defensive side of the ball today. I would not be surprised if that happened as well. And again, Ronaldo Hill will be a fall guy if he does let him go. But that's that's the reality, right? It's it's he's accountable for this debacle. Oh, and by the way, one thing that I've noticed, too, I'm, I have seen reports of Brandon Sealy gets paid $4 million a year. We originally said it was a four-year, $4 million contract, so he paid a year. I saw another one, four million dollars. So we'll try and have a straight answer for you on Friday as well on this. Um, because I was a little annoyed when I saw that because I, I don't like giving bad information. Anyways, we'll keep doing some some uh some work on that as well. And I'd like to get the, the actual number, how much Coach Staley's getting paid. But you know, if that's the case and hell, let's bring in Sean Payton, right? Um at any rate, that's not gonna it looks like it's not gonna happen. Okay. So they did move two two key two key members of the offense, right? Again, complete debacle the second half and Look, there's a lot to be said about all of that. Um, again, this is the most likely outcome. Uh, and again, Joe Lombardi is not an offensive coordinator, man. He's just, he's he's uninspired. He hasn't done anything to improve that offense in any way, shape, or form. And the NFL is is definitely a place where you need to prove yourself. You need to show that you can elevate that team success. And he did not do it. So um, anyways, rib injuries, we we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, Many might be surprised that he was not fired. Uh, Staley was not fired along with staff. You know, it's, and it was so funny because I'm mean, so many people are so angry about Mike Williams suffering that back injury that kept him out of the wild card game. And you know, guys, at the end of the day, maybe having Mike there would have made a difference, right? It really would have. I mean, you think about it; one or two plays could have made a huge difference in that game. And it really boiled down to that, guys. And it's just so it's still hard for me to talk about, guys. To be to be fair, let me just be very cl- clear about something. I know James has been pretty frustrated. He wants to do videos, but he's it's it's tough to do videos like this when you put so much effort into it and you see mistakes with your team your coaching staff and you're just like oh you're making it so much harder and as a fan your 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 faith is being tested and that's where we're at right even as content creators it's difficult right but again uh, just just a complete debacle anyway Staley will stick around for another season um new offensive coordinator uh, we're gonna have videos on who that might be obviously there'll be some some names that'll be tossed around so we'll 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 come up with some uh you know some ideas for you guys so um you know and the last one you know uh this one isn't really necessary to show but it's just another you know you know video or or, or another another article that you guys can particularly read this is actually a pretty short video but this guy's kind of interesting um watch this video um actually I'll just hit play on it let's see let's see if it actually plays fairly well for us here so um I don't
1: believe for one minute this is me, that the Spanos family has the stones to do what needs to be done today. And that's fire. Brandon, Uh, he should have been fired already today for blowing a 27, nothing playoff lead. It is absolutely unrecoverable. He will never recover from it. Has Matt Ryan ever recovered from the 25 in the Super Bowl? It got worse. 33 in Indianapolis. This guy Staley, He's finished. He's finished. They should fire him today. Get it over with and give sean payton everything including five percent of the franchise give him five percent ownership. because this guy staley is bad luck believe me you it ain't ever gonna get better for him they will blame him if it rains they will blame him not god they will blame brandon staley if it rains ever again in san diego trust me he is mud there he's a mudslide nobody wants anything to do with him The fans, and I love these guys. They don't love you. They don't love you. Mm. He's finished there. So save yourself all the time and just whack his ass today. What are you waiting for? They should have fired him last night.
0: Okay, so, guys, what's your thoughts? Should the Spanos family have fired Brandon Silly? I want to hear your thoughts. What are your thoughts right now? Um, You guys already know what I think. Um, I think Brandon Silly at least deserves one more season. Um, As as hard as that is for me to say, but again – where I get frustrated with Brandon Staley is, is I, I say to myself, this team has had more talent go through it for years. Every guys last year, we had eight of the top 100 NFL players in the league on our team. Eight. We were the number one team in the league, number one team. And we get, we we lose a lead of 27 to zero in the playoffs. Again, that's not just an offensive problem. That's also a defensive problem. So that's why I do think Ronaldo Hill maybe get let go as well too, which is which is sad because you know again he's another fall guy, and he quite frankly I don't think has really done a whole lot with the offense, at least from what I could tell. You know I, I don't really feel like he's coming up with some amazing scheme or, or anything different. And you know bottom line guys, you know the team needs to perform, and we're not right. We're not performing. And you know you could go back to some key injuries, right? We you know we lost um, you know Jamari salier on the on the left side then we lost deandre carter right that jet sweep that mike bandy ran that was specifically designed for deandre carter um and then again the list goes on and on of, of injuries that we had in that game and and they all stacked up to us losing losing momentum and everything and again it falls squarely on brandon staley's head and you know i kind of wonder i, I asked myself this question over and over again is brandon staley the next bill belichick right what do you guys think? Can he win six Super Bowls? Is he the next Bill Belichick? Is, is he the next guy? Is he the next him, right? I mean, look at Sean McVay, where he came from. They had a horrible season. Win the Super Bowl, and they just absolutely wet the bed the next season. So it's it's tough, right? Because you, you could argue both ways, that that yes, he navigated this team to the playoffs through a ton of injuries. Like By the way, more injuries than any other team in the league. And yet, we get a first-round bounce with a, a team that, quite frankly, we should have beat. Right. I mean, I don't think anybody, I've not seen any announcer say that the Jaguars won that game. What I see people saying is that the Jaguars were given that game, or at least that the Chargers, you know, wet the bed. Right. And that's a big part of it. So it's really interesting to see, you know, where this is going. Again, Brandon Staley's not going anywhere. Um, I really do believe that they probably should bring in um, a new defensive coordinator as well, someone to challenge Brandon Staley. And again, on the offensive side, someone to bring in a fresh new set of eyes for this man right here. Justin Herbert. And, you know, again, it really frustrates when you have someone like Anacho who says, Oh, he's a social media quarterback, yada, yada. This guy is an absolute stud, you know that I know that we all know that and this guy wants to win. And I don't think there's anybody more heartbroken than Justin Herbert, right? Because the thing about Justin Herbert that I've learned in from all the videos I've seen is he puts it all on himself. And so good leaders do, right? I made a bad choice. I did something wrong. But Herbert knows he could have been better in the second half. Herbert knows that he made some mistakes in the second half. I remember that one passing was in the first quarter where he threw the ball. Allen was wide open, literally hit the defensive lineman in the head. I mean, I could go through. There were probably five or six major plays that if one of them had gone through, we, the game would have been completely different. And it's just it's just like such an implosion. But again, the good news for us as fans is that this guy's going to come back as, as hard and as fast as he possibly can and continue to work as hard and as fast as he can and get better. And guys, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we have to look forward to. And, and it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Um, so, you know, this is what uh, Pelisario said, but Saley felt there were, there were changes needed and, and it'll involve an overhaul of the offensive side of the ball. One of the best T jobs is now open. So I'm very excited to see who that is. Assistant coaches are <laughs> lying in the league for Jesse. Like if you, if you are a guy wanting to be a head coach in the NFL, Think about this for a second guys just for two seconds who can you think of another quarterback you would rather have than this guy right here first of all he's smart he's tall uh he's got an incredibly accurate arm and oh my god like this th- there there is limitless potential with justin herbert right i mean you think of someone like a lamar jackson eh now he's a mess you know you think of somebody like you know joe burrow's great right obviously mahomes is great but you think of a young, talented quarterback that can elevate your career. Oh my gosh! I promise you, we are going to get the best, of the best to come work, work with him. And and again, you know, you know, it's as it's, it's hard as it is for me to say. And again, I, I'm not a hater. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to come back and say Lombardi. You know, he did some good things. He did some bad things. But again, it's all about production in the NFL as well, too. Right? Any job you have, you have to produce. He's had two years, things didn't work out. He's got a generational talent, and he didn't make it work. Right? He didn't make it work. Right. And that's and that's that's the reality, ladies and gentlemen. It's that's the reality. He he did not do what he needed to do to retain his job and to make this man better. If anything, he regressed, especially the second half of the season. We're gonna go through the numbers on this. We're gonna talk more about it moving forward. Probably the next couple of videos will be offensive uh coordinator candidates, so on and so forth that they're gonna be interviewing with. But uh again. Chargers haven't started their search. I mean, this is the day of, you know, it'd be really interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, so so again, guys, what do you think? Um, you know, we, we do this channel because we want to see your opinions as well more than anything. You know, our our opinion is our opinion. But, you know, again, we want to see what your thoughts are. And, you know, it's tough, right? I think this needed to happen. But do you also believe that Ronaldo here should be let go, right? I think that might work out. Um, you know, an interesting thought that I had the other day, uh, Ryan Ficken, you know, maybe getting, you know, look at a head coaching role somewhere else. It'd be really interesting to see if that happens. Um, I would ble I would think that Brandon Staley, because you can tell, you have to get approval to hire um, somebody and, or, or interview somebody. So I would not be surprised if Brandon Staley blocked that ability for him to be interviewed uh, for another role uh, for another team, because he was so valuable for us, right? Bringing in Dicker the Kicker and everything we had. I mean, good God, just, even that one field goal. Guys, oh, my heart rate was well over 120 during that game. I'm not even joking. I literally thought I was having a heart attack. I have not felt the same way since. Literally, I just feel like I've been run over by a truck. But uh, it's tough. But again, guys, at the end of the day, we have Brandon Staley. Okay? Clearly, we're getting a new offensive coordinator. So what does that mean? I will do a full breakdown of people that are potentially looking at. We're going to go live on Friday. Hopefully, we can have some discussions around that. Hopefully, we can talk about um, you know who's on the table. Um, where that sits, where that's not sitting, yada, yada. And uh, we'll go from there. But as always, guys, Andrew Bullprose. See you guys in the next one.